Blog Talk Radio. Saturday, October 5th, 2019, and you're tuned in to an all-new special edition of The Missy Show. We're still your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay. You know what, guys? This is so special to me because it has just been too long since I've been here in the studio with you all. Um, what makes this season of the Missy Show special, for one, is that this is our first episode since October of last year, and even then we were on YouTube, um, and this is our first time back on Blog Talk Radio since November of 2016. Um, so even though our blog posts haven't stopped, you know, we've been doing those all the way through since we started in 2014. And we remain active on social media. We haven't done a show, though, in quite a while. So it's been a year because I think we haven't done anything since October Pet Spooktacular of 2018. Um, First and foremost, uh, right now, this is a trial run on Blog Talk Radio through November. Um, I will keep you guys posted on if we'll return to doing shows on our YouTube channel. All those shows that are not on Blog Talk Radio, they are still over there on YouTube, and they're still available to listen to. So you can still um, check that out if you want to. Um, Since it has been a while since we've been here on Blog Talk Radio, our call-in number has changed. If you want to call in and um, leave any comments or anything, our new listener number is 516-595-8058. That's 516-595-8058. For anyone interested in hitting us up on social media, our Facebook group is facebook.com forward slash the Missy Show forward slash. And then our regular Facebook is facebook.com forward slash missy.show44. On Twitter, we're twitter.com forward slash missyshow. And we still have our Missy Show website, which is themissyshow.weebly.com. And Weebly is W-E-E-B-L-Y. And once again, for those of you who do want to check out those shows over on YouTube, that would be youtube.com forward slash Missy Show 4-4. Now on to this evening's topic, which is animal possessions. How common are they? Uh, this is a companion episode to this past Thursday's Pet Spooktacular blog post, which was how to tell if your pet is possessed. Uh, let me just say that I was doing research, and I could not find a whole lot on this. Um, so some of it we will be kind of, you know, just referring back to the blog post on Thursday, but I was researching and I found a lot about human possessions, but that's way too creepy. So I didn't really want to get into that. I wanted to kind of stick more with the animal possession thing. So, um, for me, I'll just say one of the first questions I guess that we have to address is whether you believe that possessions are possible in the first place, whether it's in humans or non-humans. 
uh, personally, I was raised to definitely believe that um, they're possible in humans. And based on um, a certain account in the Bible, I would say that they're probably um, possible in animals as well. The passage that I'm referring to um, is actually found um, in Matthew 8th chapter, I'm sorry, 8th chapter, 30th through 37th verse. Okay, that was a tongue tie. Um, There are also accounts in Mark and Luke. Um, I'm going to read it to you. And I am going to read the version from Mark. Um, and it's based on, not based on, but it's about um, Jesus heals a man with a demon. Um, they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of Gerasenes. And when Jesus had stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. He lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him any more, not even with a chain, for he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but he wrenched the chains apart, and he broke the shackles in pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and fell down before him. And crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he was saying to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And Jesus asked him, What is your name? He replied, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged him earnestly not to send them out of the country. Now a great herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him, saying, Send us to the pigs, let us enter them. So he gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs, and the herd, numbering about 2,000, rushed down to the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the sea. Um, It goes on to say more about it, but basically Jesus drove the spirits out of the man into the pigs. They requested to be driven into the herd of pigs, and then the pigs, you know, ran into the river and drowned themselves. Um, A lot of people base off that account that animals can be possessed, but finding evidence of that, um, you know, in the research, that kind of proved to be a bit hard. Uh, I did see something interesting where they were discussing This one's a little bit funny here. I guess I'll save this towards the end just in case it gets a little creepy. I don't think this one will get overly creepy. I know when me and Dee did some of our past episodes, they kind of left us a little creeped out, which was why I kind of didn't want to do this um, episode at like 7 or 8 because I wanted to have time to sort of get it out of my head. But um, I'll go over here to the article. Now, okay, first off, The research that I did on Thursday that I used for the blog post came from Weekly World News. And Weekly World News, I don't know how many of you are familiar with Bat Boy, but they are the ones when you're in the supermarket and you're looking at the tabloids and you're standing in line and you see the stuff about Bat Boy, they're the ones who came up with the Bat Boy story. So I don't know exactly how credible they are, but they um, have an article called How to Tell If Your Pet is Possessed. These are some of the things that they say um, you should look out for if um, to show signs that your pet just might be possessed. Number one, sudden change in behavior. 
an outgoing, friendly pet becomes suddenly shy, depressed, or hostile. And I guess it actually makes sense that if for those of you who do believe that humans can be possessed, maybe the same changes in behavior that happen with humans can also happen with animals. Number two, um, sneakiness. Pet behaves while you're watching but becomes destructive when your back is turned. I don't know so much about that one because I think pets can be that way anyway because, you know, they can, just like a person, just like a small child can be, you know, they, they do things that they know they're not supposed to do at times. So I don't know that that necessarily in and of itself would have to mean that they're possessed. But I guess maybe that coupled in with some of these other things. Number three, frenzy. Pet demonstrates extreme reactions to ordinary events such as a dog who throws himself at the door, barking, scratching, and howling when someone passes by in front of the house. Okay, number four is malevolence. The pet seems to wish you or others in the household ill, often watching you in an unfriendly way. Now, I know a lot of people go in on cats, and they feel like cats are like that anyway, but Missy was never really like that with me. I mean, she could have her moods and anything like that. But I now this one would be the main one where I'd be like, okay, something may be going on. Because I think you can actually get a creep factor kind of vibe. And if the pet seems like they're just overly, you know, there's just a, just like with humans, you know, I, I can feel like energy and I can just feel when it's just kind of like some bad vibes, you know, so I think if the pet just seems like they're looking at you and they're just kind of off in the corner staring at you like they could cut your throat at any moment, I think, yeah, that might be a little sign right there. Um, but then again, some animals are just, you know, temperamental like that. So that alone does not – so I'm not advocating for people if your pet starts doing stuff like that. Oh, that means they're possessed. And plus, like I say, take this with a grain of salt. It's from this site who uh, came up with that boy. So we're, we're going to go with the Yeah, Weekly World News. All right. The next one is number five, excitement of at misfortune. Pet becomes elated or overactive when something goes wrong in the household as if he's enjoying the event. Yeah, probably if you combine the malevolence one and the excitement at misfortune, those two, if that's coming up a little too often, that could potentially be a not-so-good sign. Okay, number six, deterioration and personal habits. Pet enjoys filth such as foul water, dirty food, or waste. Appearance undergoes change for the worse. And number seven is uh, noisiness. A possessed pet will screech, howl, and even scream. Noises increase over time and seem to have no logical cause. Now, as I was going through these, the part of me that um, wants this logical, I would say if your pet is having any type of like major changes in behavior before you go trying to get an exorcist or, you know, getting rid of the pet or something like that, always, you know, consider the most logical cause and, and they could have something going on with their health because that can, you know, make them have major changes in behavior as well. Now, of course, if your pet is levitating or doing just something just very strange that would be considered strictly supernatural and there's no natural way to explain that, that's a different story. But if it's just strictly like behavioral changes, 
still always take your pet to a vet, have them checked out, you know, and see if something, because usually there's a logical explanation. Something could be going on with them. They could be in pain. They could have something major going on with their health. Now, on the same site, I was even trying to find evidence for what they were saying, you know, regarding like Ed and Lorraine Warren. You know, they were the ones who were kind of investigating Amityville. And if you've ever seen Annabelle and uh, The Conjuring and those movies, you know, that was the husband and wife team that was like doing the investigating. And they mentioned Ed Warren um, in this article concerning, let's see, was this a dog? Yeah, let's see. Let me go here. Yes, um, it says friendly family pets, dogs, cats, birds, and even horses have been taken over by evil spirits and changed into fiendish, bloodthirsty beasts, say psychic researchers. The phenomenon has been known since before the Middle Ages and is well documented historically, says famed paranormal investigator Ed Warren. He recalled one case in Connecticut in which a retriever changed from a gentle dog into a fierce beast. It frothed at the mouth, its eyes red as coal. It repeatedly attempted to savage its master, biting him severely, and it had incredible strength. The vet could the vet could find nothing wrong with it, but later the animal came under possession a second time and an exorcist was called in. During the service, the dog stiffened, its eyes bulging. It growled and shuddered, then gave a low moan and relaxed. From then on, the man had no trouble with it. Now, I tried to do some research on that, but I couldn't find anything regarding whether that's true concerning Ed Warren and whether that was really any type of case that he worked on or knew of. I I couldn't find anything on it. Um, And then here's another one, supposedly. I also couldn't find anything on that. It says, in another case, in Allentown, Pennsylvania, a possessed house cat tried to kill its owner, Warren recalls. A woman bought the cat and took it home, not knowing that it had been used in black magic rituals. That's scary. Um, One night, she awoke to find the cat on on top of her chest, fangs bared, ears laid back, snarling and spitting at her throat. A shadow loomed around the cat, and the woman felt she was suffocating. Gasping for breath, she prayed silently, Oh, God, save me from this evil. With that, the cat leaped from her chest and ran out the house. The evil monstrosity fled with it. They couldn't find anything about that, so once again, I have no idea whether that actually happened or whether this is totally made up. Um The last one, this one wasn't concerning um, the Warrens at all. This one um, involves a famed psychic investigator named Sean Robbins. Um, Sean Robbins remembered one case involving a horse. Okay, this is different. Um, The pet of a nine-year-old girl in New York State. Some of the young people who worked in the stables became involved in a satanic cult and held rituals in the stables, said Robbins. Robbins, one demonic entity possessed the horse. The next time the little girl was riding, it suddenly bolted, racing across the field and tossed the girl over a wall. Then, frothing at the mouth, it tried to attack her. Later, the animal went berserk again. Two vets were unable to find anything wrong with it. By using an exorcism ritual, I was able to drive the demon out. Um. Here's my thing with that. I Once again, because I do believe that that is possible for 
humans. I do believe it's also possible for animals. I know some people argue that animals don't have souls, so you have to have a soul for that to even be possible. But I, I do personally believe, you know, you know, I was brought up Christian. So just, you know, based off that passage in the Bible, the fact that they could be driven into swine, I do believe that something like that could happen. I don't think that's something that happens often. Probably not, because even with people, you don't hear about that happening often, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. Personally, I never want to know firsthand one way or the other with a person or an animal, but just putting it out there, I don't know what you guys think about that or what your you know, upbringing was or not, but I actually think anything is possible. And, and like I said, I was brought up to believe that. I wish I actually could have found more about pet possession because I wanted this to actually be a longer episode. Um, and I was trying to see if any of you guys might want to call in and weigh in. Have any of you had experiences with a possessed uh, pet or animal? Or has any of your family members or friends, have you ever heard of this? Um, feel free, um, if you don't call in, to, you know, leave a comment on our Facebook group page or Facebook page, also on Twitter. I, really, I kind of miss Google Plus because I used to, you know, also tell you guys about that, and I used to have a lot of fun over there, but we already know they kind of, you know, decided to shut that down. Um, regarding D, because I didn't, you know, mention um, anything about D in my intro, D won't be able to join us for this year's Pet Spooktacular. You know, I miss her a lot and, you know, wish she was able to join me, but she won't be able to jump in on Pet pet spectacular this year hopefully she may be able to um get in on one of our episodes that we do next month i haven't come up with november schedule yet but we will be having some episodes next month and i probably will be doing those once a week just like i'm um doing these um as far as December, I'm not sure yet. I would like to be able to do some Christmas episodes, but as I mentioned earlier, even if I don't continue here on Blog Talk Radio, if I do decide to do some more episodes in December, those would probably be over on my YouTube page. But I will definitely let you guys know via social media um, and also over on Blogger. And um, for the blog, it's... Um, blogger.com forward slash she's a tortie and that's s-h-e-s-a-t-o-r-t-i-e so you can always check out the blog and in addition to the um pet spooktacular shows that i'm doing on blog talk radio keep in mind that i also have pet spooktacular blog posts and i believe they are going to be posted every thursday this month so i know i have another um blog post coming up next Thursday. So be sure to check that out over on blogger, blogger.com forward slash she's a tortie. Um, another thing, which is kind of unrelated to Pet Spooktacular, but it's for those of you who've been following me for a while, I have my other website where I discuss personal development topics, and I've been doing that probably since about 2015. And I was exclusively on Blogger with my Girl October blog, but now I also have a Girl October website, and that's where I permanently am now, and that's also where my blog post will be. So for any of you guys who are interested in personal development and also holiday and fall topics, you can check me out at girloctober.com. That's where my blog posts are, and it's also a whole website, whereas before I was just strictly, like, doing a blog. 
I also had a um, Girl October um, site at Weebly, just like how the Missy show is. That site is still up, um, but now I'm just exclusively on Girl October, but I haven't taken the stuff down on the other site. For those of you who are interested in personal development or holiday topics, if you subscribe at GirlOctober.com, you can get your free copies of the Fabulous Fall Planning Guide and the Finish Strong Year-End Planner. So for those of you who had some goals set this year and maybe you didn't get as far along as you thought you might, this is a great time to go ahead and finish strong. And the Finish Strong Planner, it is a dated planner. It's my free one, and it covers October, November, and December. So it's a way for you to go ahead and be able to finish your goals strong and, you know, come out on top for 2019, get a fresh start in 2020. Now, also, I have paid planners. I have the um, Out Here Winning three-month planner, and that one is not a dated planner. So you can um, you can actually use that planner at any point during any three-month period. So it's just like a 90-day planner. Um, and then I also have the, uh, the Festive Big Planner, and that's my 150-page holiday planner that allows you to make out all your holiday plans, your menu, your shopping, decorating, and all of that. And it covers fall through Christmas. So you're good for all your fall planning. You've got Halloween stuff. You've got Thanksgiving and Christmas because with a lot of your planners, you know, it's just mainly focusing on Thanksgiving or Christmas. So you can get both of those on Amazon.com, and my author name is Girl October over there. So you can get it at Girl October. Also, um, I have another website, jazlynjordan.com. That's my pen name. Um, that's where I um, advertise my book, The Institute. But also you can get links on how to get the planners at Jaslyn Jordan. And that's um, J-A-S-L-Y-N-J-O-R-D-Y-N, jazlynjordan.com. And that's just for you guys who may be interested in holiday planning or personal development planning. But you don't have to purchase anything. If you just want to subscribe, you can get the year-end planner, the um, Finish Strong year-end planner, absolutely free. And you also get the Fabulous Fall planning guide. So you get both of those as freebies if you join at GirlOctober.com. Okay, so coming up for next week, um, and hopefully that's going to be a longer episode, and I'm Working on getting some guest hosts to join, um, I'm thinking Miss Evelyn, the cat whisperer, she may come back for one of the episodes. I'm not sure. I have one of my pet um, spectacular episodes listed as a surprise guest. I don't quite know who that'll be yet. It could be Miss Evelyn. It could be someone else. I'm still working on that. But next week's topic is going to be the use of animals and spells and the occult. Can someone tell me why? And I just had to add that little part because that just makes absolutely no sense to me because I'm just so anti, you know, using animals for any type of purpose like that. It's just, it's stupid to me, but, you know, hey. But that's what the topic is going to be about, the use of animals and spells and the occult. That one will also air next Saturday at 5 p.m., some of them could air a little bit later. You know, I could have changed my mind on that and make it a little later. Sometimes it just depends on the spook level or the creep level of the episode, and that's why I say I prefer to do some of them at, like, just 5 p.m., and plus that was the time that I normally do my shows anyway. But if it's going to be something that's a little too creepy, I prefer to just sort of do it earlier in the day just to kind of 
you know, get that out of my head. But we'll see. But for right now, that one is tentatively scheduled for next Saturday at 5 p.m. Central. But if there is any change in time, don't worry. I will let you guys know plenty ahead of time by uh, Twitter, you know, Facebook, and also on the blog page. Well, that is it for now, guys. I'm not going to ramble on. Um, haven't had any people calling in right now, so I will leave the rest of the discussion over in the Facebook group, and I'm going to go ahead and post this for anybody who didn't get to listen live. I will be posting links to this episode on the Facebook group, on Twitter as well, and um, also on the website. Um, I thank you guys for uh, joining me back here and tuning in. I've really missed you all, and uh, this is so much fun for me. I wish Dee were here, and I hope that she'll be able to join me at least for an episode or two um, next month. But until next Saturday, you guys have an awesome weekend, and I will see you then. Bye. <laughs>